Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Investigating the team, I'm Nick Ainelli. With just how much better the air quality is getting around here, I'm Christy King. Are base states on track to clean up the Chesapeake Bay? I'm Shana Stulen. South Korea says North Korea flew warplanes near their mutual border today, prompting a response. It's 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Wendy Gillette in New York. The death toll has risen in Thailand to 35 after a devastating attack at a child care center. 24 children as young as two years old are among the victims. That's what it sounded like as survivors were rushed to the hospital. The BBC's Celia Hatton. The attack began when the 34-year-old man, armed with multiple weapons, stormed into the child care facility in Nongbua Lampu province. Images shown in the Thai media show dozens of small bodies sprawled across the floor of what appears to be the nursery school. The assailant was a former police officer who was dismissed from his job last year because of drug abuse. South Korea says it has launched warplanes after a dozen North Korean warplanes flew near its borders. North Korea fired more missiles towards its eastern waters yesterday. CBS's David Martin. It was, in fact, two missiles, both of them short-range ballistic missiles. Uh, one of them flew far enough to go into the Sea of Japan, but the other one didn't make it out of uh, North Korea. Police say a kidnapped family at the center of an intense search in Central California has been found dead. Two brothers, one of their wives and their eight-month-old baby girl were found on a farm. Merced County Sheriff Vern Warnke. I'm just livid inside because this was completely, totally senseless. We have a whole family blacked out. Opening statements begin today in the case of a man accused of killing six people and injuring dozens more when he allegedly drove his SUV into a Christmas parade in Wisconsin last year. Correspondent Jennifer Kuyper reports. Daryl Brooks Jr. is facing 76 criminal charges, including six counts of first-degree intentional homicide with use of a dangerous weapon. Brooks is representing himself. However, courtroom outbursts during jury selection earlier this week prompted Waukesha County Judge Jennifer Doro to warn Brooks that she could appoint an attorney to the case. Another ruling on DACA, a federal appeals court deems it illegal, meaning there will be no new applicants. CBS's Camilo Montoya Galvez. The appeals court decided to leave the program in place for current recipients. There are about nearly 600,000 immigrants who are brought to the U.S. as children who do not have legal status, who are currently enrolled in DACA. The death toll has risen to 118 in Florida after Hurricane Ian. CBS's Manuel Bacorquez. To help Floridians get back on their feet, FEMA deployed mobile registration centers to process applications for assistance. More than 200,000 families have applied. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. 703 now on your Thursday morning, 6th of October here, and finally we've gotten some sunshine around here. High temps near 76.
Good morning. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm John Aaron. We begin with a developing story this morning. It has happened again. Several dozen migrants have been dropped off in northwest D.C. WTOP's Neil Augenstein is there. A busload of migrants from South America arrived here from Texas before the sun came up at the Naval Observatory, the home of Vice President Kamala Harris. Some sleeping children came off the bus still on their parents' shoulders here on Massachusetts Avenue. They were greeted by an aid group and there were smaller buses waiting to take them to nearby accommodations. At least one person who got off the bus had somebody waiting. There was a tearful reunion. For the rest of the people who arrived here today, it's not clear what lies ahead. Outside the National Observatory, Neil Augenstein, WTOP News. And stay with WTOP and WTOP.com for the latest on this story throughout the day. New this morning, two people have died in a single car crash on Route 7 near Chambridge Road. This happened in Tyson's. It happened sometime before 5 o'clock this morning. Now, police believe speed was a factor, and they have shut down Route 7 eastbound. They're diverting drivers now to Gosnell Road while the uh, investigation there continues. We'll keep you updated on this on traffic and weather on the 8th. The congressional investigation surrounding the Washington commanders just got a lot uglier. Lawyers for the team are now lashing out at the investigators. The investigation has been a politically inspired hatchet job. That's what the law firm representing the commanders said in a nine-page aggressive letter sent to the chairwoman of the House Committee on Oversight and Reform, which has been investigating allegations of a toxic workplace culture at the team. In the letter, which was obtained by the Washington Post, attorneys claim the committee has not been fair or bipartisan and from the beginning has set out only to destroy the team's owner, Dan Snyder. A committee spokesperson responded saying that the goal of the investigation is to uncover the truth and to ensure that team employees are protected from abuse and harassment. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. The air is getting healthier around here. In fact, air quality over the past three summers is the best it's been in 25 years. Detailing what she calls tremendous improvements in air quality. Jen Desimone is the air program chief for the Metropolitan Washington Council of Governments. She notes there were just three code orange days of unhealthy air this summer. About a decade ago, we were seeing about 34 unhealthy air days, and those would either be code red or code orange days. Desimone credits Fewer emissions from power plants, wind and solar power, teleworking, and more environmentally friendly travel options, such as transit, carpooling, and electric vehicles. Christy King, WTOP News. The Chesapeake Bay is key to our region, so how are the states that surround the bay protecting it? There's good news. Virginia and Maryland are technically on track to hit pollution reduction goals set for 2025. It looks like overall they may be on track, but that's largely because they're they're doing really great on wastewater. But the bad news is they're woefully behind on reducing pollution from farming and runoffs from urban areas. Overall, reducing pollution remains the single most urgent priority in order to restore the bay. Beth McGee, director of science at the Chesapeake Bay Foundation, which just put out a new report on efforts to restore the bay. The Chesapeake Chesapeake Bay Executive Council, which leads restoration efforts, will meet next week. They're scheduled to take action to continue the restoration progress. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Up ahead here on WTOP, should D.C. police be able to boot vehicles that are parked in private parking lots? We'll take a look at 707. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. David Abramowitz, the chief technologist at Trend Micro Federal, says agency cyber experts are looking at risks and how they manage them in a new light, especially over the last few years. 
That's where modern cybersecurity people are living right now. They want somewhere where they can aggregate and correlate all of the security information in one place. A concentration of information to, to correlate and deploy and make risk-based decisions on what the next steps should be. And organizations are very limited in their resources, so they appreciate that. And it's, it's a collaborative effort. Going forward in the new risk-based world, a collaboration of tools and intelligence becomes more important. Let Trend Micro Federal, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Listen to the full program at federalnewsnetwork.com, keyword innovation in government. 708. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Jack Taylor in the traffic center. Okay, a little bit of an update in Virginia and Tyson's with a camera looking at 7 eastbound. We'd had a very serious overnight crash, deadly incident, unfortunately, at 123. The investigation is ongoing, but traffic eastbound no longer potentially diverting at Gosnell Drive. I believe at this point, looking at the camera, we've got the right side of the roadway still tied up. Two to the left will get you by now. Police remain on scene. There's still quite a bit going on, but that right exit ramp to take you on to 123 at that stretch on 7 eastbound, I think that is still closed. You'll find the Beltway inner loop heavy, approaching Braddock Road up toward 236. We'd had some brake lights on 66 east in Manassas, then into and through Centerville, then passing 123 back toward the Beltway. 95, very heavy, very slow. Northbound in Woodbridge, there is a wreck, main line up before the Fairfax County Parkway along the left side of the roadway. We're getting a little slower going 95 south out of Stafford, headed back down towards Centerport Parkway, keeping an eye out just in case we've got some road work down there. Coming out of Warrington on 29 and 15 north after Dumfries Road, the crash near Baldwin Street had the left side of the roadway tied up. Very slow traffic in Manassas with our crash under police direction on Ballsford Road near Notes Drive. Beltway delays. Maryland, inner loop south of town, slowing St. Barnabas Road toward the Wilson Bridge. Outer loop, very heavy, very slow. After Allentown Road, the crash along the right side. The wreck that's up after Pennsylvania Avenue, that's been moved over onto the right shoulder. The inner loop had been heavy right around the John Hansen Highway. Just after exit 19, the crash is along the right side of the roadway. Slower traffic as well. Outer loop topside, 95 over toward Georgia Avenue. Inner loop's a little heavier, riding toward the exit to go north onto I-95. At Alanum, 50 west near the Beltway, we had reports of a crash. Very slow traffic, obviously trying to move into Frederick. The delay begins in Middletown. The crash now east on I-70 at 270 has been safely moved over onto the far right shoulder. The sparkling romantic comedy holiday at Arena Stage spotlights class, success, and the infallibility of love in the roaring 20s. Tickets at arenastage.org slash radio. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Sun's coming up on a nice day. Here's Mike Steneford. Better weather is here. Now, we are seeing a little bit of fog this morning. Once that lifts, it's going to be partly to mostly sunny. It's going to be warmer today. Look for a high in the mid-70s. Fair skies tonight. Areas of dense fog developing. Lows low to mid-50s. Some morning fog on Friday. Then look for increasing clouds in the afternoon as a cold front comes away. It's going to turn windy. It'll be a slight chance for a shower. Look for highs in the mid to upper 70s. Turning sunny, windy, and cooler on Saturday. Highs upper 50s to low 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stenerford. 55 at the wharf in D.C., 55 in Oxon Hill, 47 this morning in Sterling. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 7-Eleven here and hundreds of customers in Damascus have no power this morning. First Energy Corporation saying that the outage affects about 600 customers. 
It says it should be resolved by about 8 o'clock this morning. First Energy says the outage happened after a car crashed into a power pole. The D.C. Council is considering a bill aimed at penalizing what it considers the most dangerous drivers. It would allow the city's Department of Public Works to enter private lots and garages and put boots on vehicles with two or more outstanding tickets. There was a hearing on the bill yesterday. The head of Colonial Parking, Colleen Neese, said there isn't enough data to prove the approach would work. Perhaps the district government could simply launch a targeted enforcement effort against those drivers who are known to have serious moving violations. To be sure, these are presumably the individuals who pose the greatest risk to pedestrians. Representatives from the city also suggested major changes to the bill before a council vote. Federal Headlines is presented by Paraton, doing the can't be done for national security. I'm Peter Masurli, and here are your top headlines from Federal News Network. The Defense Department's Space Development Agency is now officially part of the U.S. Space Force. DOD created the agency three years ago as part of the Pentagon's Research and Engineering Directorate. The change from the Pentagon to the Space Force was directed by Congress in last year's defense authorization bill. And the federal chief financial officer community is mourning the loss of Sam Mock, who passed away after a short battle with cancer at the age of 77. Mock was the first CFO for the Treasury Department, appointed by President George H.W. Bush. For more on these stories, go to federalnewsnetwork.com. There are very low water levels in parts of the Mississippi River, and it's causing some problems. In portions of the Mississippi River now, levels are so low that in recent weeks, at least eight barges have gotten stuck in mud. It's all the result of a lack of rainfall, especially in northern states. We really need this stuff upstream to get the river levels higher. John Carney is with the National Weather Service. The low levels have also affected cruise ships. There could be some hopeful signs in the forecast. We do see some rain that may develop up north of us across Iowa, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. The problems are also causing delays in shipping food and other supplies. Steve Futterman, CBS News. 713. Dr. Trudy Fleer here with the 5G Home Recovery Podcast. Let's discuss a very real existential threat to internet speed. It's a big one. Ready? T-Mobile Home Internet. It lags. Now what is lag? Lag is a delay in data being transmitted across the internet. For example, you're hitting that hot drop, the parachute cuts out, you've got an unsuspecting bot in your sights, and lag! You were actually eliminated 10 seconds ago. Nobody deserves that. So stop letting T-Mobile Home Internet ruin everything and switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash T-MoFacts. Get Xfinity Internet with unlimited data included for just $29.99 a month for two full years with no annual contract required when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com slash TMOFAX, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay, ends 11 Restrictions apply. New Performance Pro Internet customers only. Equipment taxes and fees extra and subject to change. Xfinity Mobile requires post-pay Xfinity Internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply. Join us for our Takori engagement and wedding ring show at Mervis Diamond this weekend. The full Takori bridal collection will be at Mervis. Customize your ring and add your personal touch. It's your ring, your way. Select your ideal rings from the largest Takori bridal selection in D.C. at Mervis. View the mind-blowing Takori designs at the show this weekend and get a gift of up to $500 with purchase or enjoy zero-interest financing. See you this weekend. Mervis Diamond Importers. Register at MervisDiamond.com or call 1-800-HER-LOVE. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. 
Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think rest. 7.15 and time for Dave Johnson. Well, we look north, although I can never figure out which way is north. But you get the idea. <laughs> we need to look to Baltimore. That's what the Nationals are hoping for. Think about what the Orioles did this year. They had a breakout season. General Manager Mike Elias. Just crept up on us that this, <laughs> this team was playing really well and the wins were stacking up and I think it was very organic um, which was cool to see. Yeah, because again, last season they had 110 losses. This year, 183 and 79 record. They really were the talk of baseball after years in the baseball wilderness. And a lot of young guys that are going to be here for a while that had really good seasons. We have, uh, in my mind, two Rookie of the Year candidates. I think we have the Manager of the Year candidate. He's talking about uh, Brandon Hyde, who came with Elias after the 2018 season. Rookie of the Year candidate for this year, catcher Adley Rutschman. Drawing comparisons to Buster Posey. Next year, maybe their infielder, Gunnar Henderson. He'll be a Rookie of the Year candidate. Next half hour, what's next for the Orioles? Again, the Nationals, they want to have a kind of rise like the Orioles have just done. 38 days after being shot in the leg in a robbery attempt, the commander's running back, uh, rookie running back, Brian Robinson, back in practice. My plan today was to, you know, just go out there and just, you know, see what I could do. And um, I did a little bit more than I thought I would be able to do today. So, uh... No, that's positive. Incredible comeback. Hopes to play Sunday. Uh, Capitals 4-2 win of the Red Wings, but T.J. Oshie goes out with an upper body injury. Uh, this college football, oh boy, is a big business. The five Power 5 programs that fired their coaches this season owe them a combined $56.7 million. Last decade, public universities have spent $530 million to fire coaches. It's a lot like of money. Bad yeah. use of taxpayer money. It's nice work if you can get it, even though you don't have it. You get anyway. Dave Johnson, WTLP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. More than two dozen migrants from the southern border arrived by bus outside the vice president's home in northwest D.C. this morning. More than 3,000 migrants have been bused to the district in recent months. Mayor Muriel Bowser has asked the Pentagon to mobilize some members of the D.C. National Guard to help respond to the migrant crisis, but has been rejected twice. A three-judge panel of a federal appeals court has ruled that the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals policy violates immigration law. They concluded that the Obama administration didn't have the legal authority to create DACA in 2012. The death toll in Florida after Hurricane Ian has climbed to at least 118 people. About 300,000 customers have no power and some residents of 22 counties don't have clean running water. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. South Korea is saying that North Korea flew 12 warplanes near their mutual border today, prompting South Korea to launch 30 military planes. The South's military says eight North Korean fighter jets and four bombers flew in formation. It believes that the North was conducting air-to-surface firing drills. Earlier, North Korea fired two ballistic missiles toward its eastern waters, and South Korea conducted naval drills with the U.S., Japan, and Japan off the Korean Peninsula's east coast in response. 718. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Jack Taylor in the traffic center. Still major delays as you ride in Maryland, trying to get out of Middletown, riding east on 70 into Frederick. The wreck that is at 270 has been moved over safely onto the right shoulder. The delay beyond it on 270 is in Urbana down to 109, then just heavy. Germantown riding into Rockville with some slowing at the lane divide to go south on the spur. Topside outer loop remains slow from 95 to Georgia Avenue. Inner loop slower as you approach New Hampshire Avenue, passing University Boulevard on that ramp to go north onto 
I-95. Big delay on the interloop near the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Heads to the wreck on the interloop down near the John Hansen Highway. After exit 19, the crash is along the right side of the roadway. On 50, going west as you approach the Beltway. After 704, right half of the roadway tied up there. 210, going northbound in Fort Washington before Livingston Road and Swan Creek Road. The crash reported to be in the middle of the roadway. Interloop south of town, the delays Temple Hills right around St. Barnabas Road, headed down toward the Wilson Bridge. The wreck on the outer loop after Allentown Road was off the roadway right side. Also a wreck on the outer loop near Pennsylvania Avenue, shouldered right. Now you will find we'd had some slower traffic to deal with in the district northeast. Rhode Island Avenue at South Dakota Avenue, a new crash. DC 295 on the brakes, headed south toward East Capitol Street. North I-295 slows Oxen Cove up toward Laboratory Road. Delays in Virginia on 395 going northbound. Expect your delay Duke to King Street, then very slow trying to cross the inbound 14th Street Bridge. I-95 headed northbound. Couple problems, slowing Dale City riding toward Lorton and Newington. You're going to find in Lorton, broken down big rig in the left center lane, the crash before the Fairfax County Parkway along the left side. Still an investigation, but traffic moving again in Tyson's. Seven headed eastbound at 123. Two left lanes continue to get by. Also the wreck on 29 and 15 north after Colonial Road near Baldwin Streets along the left side. With the new Sunoco Go Rewards app, when you fuel, you save. So drop what you're doing because rewards come first. Download the Sunoco Go Rewards app and start saving today. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. And Mike Sinifer joins us here with the forecast. Mike, maybe after a little of this fog burns off, we will have a picture-perfect day. It is going to be a good-looking fall day across the area. Still a little bit of fog in Manassas and Warrington. There's a little bit of patchy fog in Frederick, too. It's not widespread, and the sun is up now, so that should uh, dissipate within the next hour. Later today, we may turn partly sunny across portions of the area. little trough swings through our highs being in the mid-70s. Overnight, fair skies. So fog's going to develop across the region. Lows low to mid-50s. Morning fog tomorrow, though, will break out of sunshine. But tomorrow afternoon, a strong cold front comes through. We'll see an increase in cloud cover. It's going to turn windy. Only a slight chance for shower highs mid to upper 70s. Behind the front on Saturday, it'll be sunny, windy, and cooler. Highs only around 60. Sunshine, lighter winds, and a bit warmer by Sunday with highs in the mid to upper 60s. Warrant has dropped down to 42 degrees right now. It is 47 in Gaithersburg. And Joan and John, we're holding at 55 at Reagan National. All right, it's brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. And up ahead on WTOP, using augmented reality to take a trip back in time to see what part of the district looked like decades ago at 721. With so many uncertainties, you need sound advice and disciplined strategies to help you navigate through these challenging times. Award-winning private wealth advisor Kim Liu Tu has over 25 years of experience and has helped clients reach their financial goals. Her comprehensive financial planning covers everything from investment management to estate, insurance, and tax planning. Kim's specialty is developing retirement income strategies to help insulate from market volatility. At Generations Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial, our mission is as simple as the ABCs. We advocate for clients, create balance with your current and future needs, all while providing more confidence in your decision-making. Call Kim Liu Tu today at 703-766-2025, extension 111. That's 703-766-2025, extension 111. Visit gwmfinancialplanners.com to learn more today. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Ameriprise Financial Inc. and its affiliates do not offer tax or legal advice. Consumers should consult their tax advisor or attorney regarding their specific situation. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor.
Explore the savings this weekend at Ashley. Don't miss your chance to save 20% off your entire furniture purchase. Or get 60 months no interest financing with no money down. Discover the latest Ashley styles for your living room, dining room, and bedroom at savings of 20% off. Or choose 60 months no interest financing with no money down. There's never been a better time to shop Ashley. Beautiful furniture in stock with fast delivery. Explore the savings through Monday at Ashley in Falls Church, Fairfax, Gaithersburg, Waldorf, Capitol Heights, and Alexandria. With a siloed approach to security, agencies often find they're unable to handle the changing nature of today's threat environment. To keep pace with dynamic attacks and ensure greater peace of mind, agencies are on the lookout for more centralized visibility and quick resolution of their security issues. Trellix is at the forefront of the XDR revolution, pioneering a brand new way to bring detection, response, and remediation together in a single living security solution. Learn more about XDR. Visit Trellix.com. This is WTOP News. It's 723. Southwest D.C. has changed a lot in recent years, but the changes actually started more than 70 years ago. And you can see what existed before then by taking a new augmented reality walking tour. The tour called Before the Bulldozers, Historic Southwest D.C. Exposed, was created by the Smithsonian's Anacostia Community Museum. It details how urban renewal aimed at upgrading the area disproportionately displaced more than 20,000 African Americans. This street here, 4th Street, it used to be alive. Download a free app to your phone, put on headphones, and head to the Waterfront Metro Stop. The app will guide you from there. At times, you'll be able to look through your phone and see scenes of what used to exist right where you stand. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. A baker in Colorado is facing another legal challenge. A decade ago, Jack Phillips won a partial Supreme Court victory after refusing on religious grounds to make a gay couple's wedding cake. Last year, he was asked to make a cake celebrating a gender transition. He refused, and a court in Colorado ruled that in doing so, he violated the state's anti-discrimination law. Before the court ruled against him, Phillips testified he didn't think someone could change genders, and he wouldn't celebrate somebody who thinks they can. A lawyer for Phillips was in court yesterday appealing that ruling. Money news at 25 and 55. Ford has been generating buzz with its electric pickup, but it's getting pricier. The starting price of the F-150 Lightning is being hiked by $5,000 for the 2023 model year because of what Ford says are rising costs and supply chain issues. The 2023 Lightning Pro, which is an entry-level model meant for commercial customers, will have a starting price of just under $52,000. Well, home sales are expected to slow down in 2023, and Jeff Claybaugh says one Virginia trade group doesn't think it's going to be dramatic. Virginia Realtors has released its 2023 forecast projecting sales will fall to and a half percent statewide on rising rates and tight inventory. Home prices in Virginia are expected to keep rising, but a modest 2.9 percent. New home construction in Virginia will fall 3.6 percent. Now, Virginia Realtors believe 30-year mortgage rates will fall to approximately 5.2% by the end of next year. Money News sponsored by Transurban. Tolling and HOV rules are in effect on the 66 express lanes between Route 29 in Gainesville and the Route 28 interchange. Pay to ride with easy pass and more options. Save to find a congestion at ride66express.com. Coming up after traffic and weather. A Fort Myers neighborhood unrecognizable following Hurricane Ian. I'm Melissa Howell. It's 726. Engage with innovators, visionaries, and partners in an action-packed day devoted to the possibilities that emerge when government and technology work together. Attend Appian Government 2022 on November 2nd. 
to learn how you can use low code to empower your workforce, enhance citizen engagement, and reimagine service delivery. Register today at appiangovernment.com. Appian